Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. In the spotlight is something we have taken part of, I think. I don't know about you, Bharti, but、mm. I'm sure I have. From live streaming to data analytics, these are things that e commerce is very much known for, right? Shopline、mm. is an omni channel platform that helps companies scale up and build these powerful retail experiences. So they provide an all in one solution for merchants using industry leading templates, integrated data, and of course, many other tools to build fully customizable e commerce websites. So if you're thinking of a side hustle, I think this sort of a platform could really help you. If you want to sell something online. And recently, Shopline released a white paper to review the fashion e commerce landscape in Singapore. They're also charting the top trends that are influencing the fashion e commerce industry this year and insights to tackle some of the challenges that lie ahead. So let's find out more. Joshua Chow is the global general manager at Shopline and he is joining us now on the phone lines. Good evening, Joshua. Good evening. Hi. Thank you for having me. Joshua, what are the top three fashion categories? That emerge post COVID? Is it like houseware, like what I've been buying? <laughs> uh, uh, number one, thank you、uh, for introducing Shopline.、Uh, I mean,、uh, being the biggest、uh, e commerce enabler、uh, in Asia, we have seen that actually our overall transaction volume, 20 to 30% still comes from fashion industry, which means fashion itself is a very big sector. And fashion has rebounded in a big way as the world. Exists the COVID 19 pandemic. In our recent state of e commerce white paper, we found that fast fashion, as leisure, as well as casual wear, has been the most dominant fashion categories. We expect this trend to continue from 2022 and beyond. First of all, fast fashion has been on a steady rise for years as consumers have shown that they are unwilling to pay higher prices. Uh, of many traditional fashion labels, and this will become a more and more scattered market. Fashion,、uh, faster fashion brands、uh, like Zara, Uniqlo, and HM have been very effective on providing fashion forward and trendy clothing at an affordable price, while at the same time being more convenient than their competitors. Secondly,、uh, Ask Ledger has a broader trajectory、uh, correlated with the rising interest in wellness. In 2021, studies found that、um, over half of APAC consumers have become more proactive about their health and wellness. And this is also echoes with the rise of、uh, brands like Lululemon and also our SA Active. Since the start of the pandemic, people have thus been engaging in sports and wellness activities at an increasing rate. Consumers are therefore looking for outfits that complement their active lifestyle and improve their overall health. And certainly, casual wear, casual wear has been becoming increasingly popular also. Since in recent years, particularly、uh, people like to work from home and remote working, have propelled casual clothing from the niche product category to the forefront. Leggings, sweatpants, tracksuits, and loungewears have been new uniform for. Many consumers today. The thing is, Joshua, you mentioned fast fashion, and fast fashion isn't always sustainable, is it? Yet, in your white paper, you mentioned there are some fashion themes that everyone should take note of, and one of them is embracing sustainability. So, how do those two things reconcile here? Yeah, indeed. The fast fashion means that people wear Clothes、uh, a few days and probably to catch the next trend, they're going to change it. So, sustainability has increasingly become an important factor for customers across the industries, particularly 
uh, in the sector. Fashion accounts for 10% of global carbon dioxide output, mm. more than international uh, flights and shipping combined during the logistic process. Additionally, it also accounts for fifths of the 300 million tons of plastic produced each year. So with the prevalence of social media and reporting by the news media, customers are looking for long-lasting, reusable and circular fashion products other than reducing waste and footprints, customers are also realizing that more sustainable fashion can help them save costs in the long run. We have seen this in our database that brands are, are increasing the mentioning of uh, uh, sustainability as well as the green products are more and more open during their marketing campaigns. So businesses are starting to give customers the products that they want. Many brands have begun to explore environmental-friendly manufacturing process and product sources to effectively gain the attention of um, more climate-conscious customers. At the same time, the second-handed fashion space has been uh, rising, with the segment expected to grow by over 10 times. There's still a long way to go for the fashion industry to become Definitely, truly yeah. sustainable. Yeah. If, if only we can make uh, you know circular fashion fashionable. Mm. And affordable as well, right? That's right. That's right. Because a lot of people gravitate towards fast fashion because of its affordability mm-hmm. as well. And trendiness. Yeah. So I'm guessing fast fashion won't be on the top of the agenda for much longer if all the others come together and create a good market for circular fashion, sustainable fashion too. How close are businesses to doing that, you think, Joshua? Uh, I think the adopt, adoption of technology in fashion is becoming more and more important. Uh, and technology already plays a big part in the industry today. And, and fashion technology is, uh, uh, is growing at a faster pace than ever. Um, today, uh, if you look at the fashion uh, uh, factories there in China and in uh, Vietnam, uh, more and more usage of robots has been uh, become into play and well uh, also people use AI-based algorithm to predict fashion trends and it has created a successful uh, brands like Shein. Uh, so I think technology will play a bigger and bigger role uh, into this uh, uh, industry. Mm. The brand you mentioned, Shine, I believe, has been under some scrutiny because of just the sheer amount of packaging that they use to deliver all of their goods to consumers. So that's something that actually brands should take note of as well, right? If we're talking about sustainability, it's not just about the garment. It's not just about the shoes. It's about how you package everything and how you get it delivered, your supply chain, your delivery methods and so on. Uh, Yes, indeed. Indeed. You're right. All right, Joshua, you also mentioned something about acceptance. What is this concept about? Uh, uh, I, I think you know, managing a fashion brand is, uh, uh, is a combination of efforts from your marketing and your production and your prediction and all the sectors uh, of the uh, operation of a fashion brand. Uh, is, uh, uh, is is uh, has to be tech centric. Look, uh, like we mentioned, the brand Shine Shining. Uh, in the past three months, the rise of Shine has really surprised the, the worldwide um, the consumers of fashion. Right, it has given actually a heartbeat to uh, uh, brands like Zara, H and M, which heavily relies on offline channels. Uh, and the rise of it is because of the more DTC concept uh, by utilizing. Uh, more technologies to predict what is the fashion trend and how to um, give different designs to 
uh, different consumers using performance ads and the utilization of their app. When you look at Shine's app, it actually looks like uh, uh, the offline experience of going to a shopping mall. So this adoption of all these technologies, Shine actually has a team of engineers of so more than 2,000 people to help them to uh, do uh, all this end-to-end uh, technology enablement. Well, uh, people like us, Shopline, we adopt this technology and build them cloud-based, right? And for uh, SME brands to be able to use them uh, at a very lower cost. In a nutshell, Joshua, as we move ahead in order to navigate the next era of online fashion, what should businesses take note of? There's so much coming at consumers these days in terms of marketing, live streaming, social selling. So what would be the key points that every business should know if they want to succeed in this field? Uh, I think uh, for every business, make money and make profits, you need to think about how do they improve their efficiency, how to more efficiently uh, reach out to their target customer and then uh, how to more efficiently um, you know, uh, drive the lifetime value of a consumer that you are able to, uh, to buy. So in that process, the idea of omni-channel really need to come into play because consumers today uh, doesn't visit your store um, uh, and, and purchase on-site. They probably remember your name of your store offline and then uh, some, some other time that they visit your live streaming session or your online website or see your ad somewhere, the decision of making a purchase might happen somewhere else. So uh, uh, brands need to go omni-channel and uh, um, uh, make a uh, established uh, uh, search channel both offline and online. Um, so fashion or industry is all uh, going this way. Uh-huh. All right, Joshua, thank you very much for that. Joshua Chow there is the Global General Manager of Shopline joining us here on Primetimes. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.